0: Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so, whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we are handling the topic five guidelines for healthy group discussion. So, Julie, I don't know if you've ever had this situation happen. But you go to have a, a discussion, whether this is life group, it even happens in the D group world, but there is somebody who just kind of either hijacks the time. Maybe this person talks too much. Maybe this is I the don't person. I even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> they talk too much. Or maybe it's somebody who just wants to fix everybody's problem or the yes. person who has all their stuff together, you know, or the person who throws out all the gr- these discussion grenades and just like, you know, hey, what do you think of predestination? <laughs> yeah. It's like there is. We were
1: talking about something totally different. That's exactly how did we even get here, (laughs) right?
0: Then what happens is you have whatever that may be that the discussion kind of just gets sideways, Um, usually by one person, two people, maybe. And then next week you look and the group doesn't come back except the person who usually did it. Right. And so, and then what you l- realize is that your discussion—you've kind of lost control of it, and you've like you said, man, this this is no longer beneficial. We've gone uh, kind of sideways on some of this stuff, and what used to be rich discussions is no longer. Um, I'm not enjoying it. Our people aren't enjoying yeah. it. Something needs to change. Yeah. Have you been there? Absolutely. Yes. That's right. And so we've done a lot of groups, and I still struggle with this yeah. to this day. And I think if you're there, hey. Welcome to the club. Everybody's got it. And so today we want to give you five guidelines that are going to help you with that. And so these are guidelines that what it essentially is, is this is going to determine how we function in a group. And so how we interact with one another. And what happened, what I recommend, so Celebrate Recovery does this really well. Before they have any discussion, um, every single week they say, hey, here are the guidelines for discussion. That's so good. It's really helpful because new people come in Mm -hmm. and it allows people to say, okay, this is how we interact. And what happens is when somebody steps out of line, then the guidelines become the enemy, not you. I like it. You're not personalizing this saying, hey, I'm upset at you. You're saying, hey, remember what we said? We committed to this on the front end. We said this is how we're going to interact we've drifted from that. Yeah. So today, this is actually coming from a blog post. So I'm going to put it in the show notes so you can read this blog post if you'd like. But we're going to look at each of these guidelines. But I want to start first with this. The guidelines are to guide us to a certain destination. And so that what is that destination? For us, it is that life-changing discussion. Yes. And if you've heard past episodes, we talk about the five elements of life-changing discussion. We say it's word-centered, conversational, authentic, application focused and newcomer friendly. Yeah. This is in that life group environment specifically, that's the type of discussion we're trying to have. It's one that new believers, non-believers and mature believers can all gather together and can and can experience life change. And so this is not a a study club where you're trying to get the, the this great nugget and in insight, where you're trying to learn a lot of knowledge. This is a place where we're looking for those key elements, where we're seeing a safe, authentic, life-changing environment. Yes. And these are the guidelines that are going to help towards that end. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say these five guidelines real quick, Julie, and then I'm just going to let you pick. Okay. And so you pick, and I'll play off of you. You pick all one, right. I'll, go, I'll do another, and we'll work through these. So our five are this. They're all we will statements. We will listen more than we speak. We will speak for ourselves not others. We will support one another, not fix one another. We will consider how our comments help foster a safe and authentic group environment. And we will keep what is shared within the group confidential. So there are five we will statements, our commitment so, Julie, you tell me, where do you want to start? Uh, which one you go first?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, I can talk about all of them because they're all, those are all. Okay, but so remember good to speak, I, I've experienced uh, listen more them. than you speak yes, on the Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> so, I'm going to start with we'll speak for ourselves, not for others. Oh, I don't know about nice. you, but I um, think it is is a great topic, first of all, and I've struggled with it. And I've caught myself even recently just thinking, I can't broaden that statement to include everybody because I mm. don't know everybody's heart, mm. but I do know mine. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and so I do know. You know, uh, you've heard, you've heard someone say before, we can't play the Holy Spirit. We're mm. not the Holy Spirit, that's and good. and so uh, we don't know what others are struggling with. And so I want to take the log out of my eye before I can uh, look at the speck in others' eyes. And I, I love that you're using, uh, or I think. As you talk about we, I want to use I statements mm-hmm. uh, and and me statements rather than them or they or all of us, because right. that doesn't always, you know, and uh, include all of us. Yeah, it, it includes me. And I know that. So I, I've got to speak from my own experience.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I think about the person I've done this. I'm uh, like, it's, I'm not proud of it, but I've done it where I just whenever somebody throws out that question, the facilitator and I go, mm, man, that's a good topic. I don't struggle with that. Uh, but you know what? I bet, I bet Susie over there does. <laughs> yeah. Let me speak for Susie's yes. sake. That is a bad place to yeah. be. You're the person who needs this, right. not Susie. Absolutely, you know. that's yeah. really good. The uh, so I'll take. We will listen more than we speak. Um, and so this is the person. But I could take that too. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, you know we will listen more than we speak. The, the, nothing kills discussion like someone who monopolizes the time. Yeah. And somebody who just talks the whole time. And what I would say is the facilitator can be the worst culprit of this. And so there's a reason we call it facilitator and not teacher and not preacher. You know, you Mm -hmm. are facilitating discussion. And the point of that is, and and that's that conversational piece that we're going for in life-changing discussion, because what we realize is that truth discovered by the learner is more transformative than truth taught by the facilitator. Yeah. And yeah. so what we mean by that is it, when you help your people discuss opposed to listen, they're going to engage more. They're going to be more involved in it and when they trip over insight themselves. Yeah. That's going to be when the when the principles stick and that's going to be more transformative. When they hear, too, somebody else across the room that's struggling with something, they're going to relate to that, and that's going to build connection. Mm -hmm. It's also going to help them realize it's one thing for the facilitator who we, we, whether we know it or not, often our people put us on a higher pedestal, and they think, well, the facilitator's doing that, but when they look and they see somebody in their group and they're reading their Bible, they're struggling with this, or they've overcome temptation this way, Mm -hmm. they look and say, oh, man. I, I, that's somebody just like me Yeah, and it really, it, it, it really helps them t- look and say, man, I need to look at that in my own life. Yeah. And so I just think that we will listen more than we speak. Uh, you know, a, a rule of thumb that I always have too is, or I guess kind of a guide is, man, if I can get the group to say what I know needs to be said instead of me, that's a win. Mm-hmm. And so how do we guide them there? How do mm-hmm. we ask good questions and then open it up and let the group discuss
1: yeah, I think sometimes we devalue God's word mm. in that process, you know, because we think we have the answers. Oh, and man, that's good. I think uh, another another one that I would speak to is we will support one another, not fix one another.
0: Oh, that's good. Here's
1: the deal. we We don't have all wisdom. That's right, But when we take them to God's word, it does have wisdom, mm. you know. And so God's word is living and active. And yeah. I think when we use his word it, in the process of our discussion, we always go back there because it's it's the word that changes our lives. And um, we're never going to foster an environment of vulnerability if we respond to people's str- uh, struggles with we know how to fix this, right, right? Because we really, at the end of the day, don't, you right. know, um, and so we don't need to even come across as if we do because we don't have all the answers.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good. I think if, as a guy, um, we uh, we love to fix things, right? And so in our marriage, we see this happen a lot. Where our wives struggle with something, and we always respond with like, "Here's the five step plan right. for this," and what we realize is. <laughs> When has that ever fostered <laughs> intimacy and connection with your spouse? Yeah. Like it never does take that into the group environment. That never fosters that connection and builds that trust. Right. What that does is it really shuts people down and says, well, I can't be vulnerable because people gonna realize I don't have it all together. Yeah. Or that five step plan. A lot of times, like what people need to know is they need to feel heard. Yeah. They need to feel uh, validated yeah. and they need to feel supported um, to go forward. Well, a five yeah, step and plan to fix it does not. No, really No, do it any doesn't, of those things. and it's
1: only Jesus that saves, not our five-step plan. Oh, man, that's really good. Know? Yes, um, so that's that's where we've got to help people get to, to see that that there is an answer, but it's not it's not what we think. Yeah,
0: you know? so, so so give us kind of just that scenario. I have open up in 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 group. I share a struggle I have. What should I? What should a fellow group member not do? like what is the statement that just like that is that is that fixing one another
1: yeah that um i know how to help you here and yeah. to, and begin to give them your input into what you think yeah. you know they should do in order to to change things right. I, let me help you here
0: yeah absolutely yeah i've i've felt that before where they connect with me more of like here's the five step plan yeah. to go opposed to connecting with like a struggle right where you're like oh man I've I have been there and that is a really tough time
1: yeah I think that's critical is yes. that we we let them know you know we we lean into where they're struggling yeah we're not, we're not stiff arming them going uh-huh. oh well you're not supposed to feel that way yeah. you know lean into it even if you agree or don't agree. The sympathy and the empathy that you have toward mm. them, I think, is, is valuable because they know somebody cares about them.
0: That's exactly right now. That's so good. Um, so, okay, the fourth one here is we will consider how our comments help foster a safe and authentic group environment. And so uh, when it, each of these kind of have a verse, and in the blog you'll see. But in it, uh, we pull from 1 Corinthians 10, 23, and 24, and that's where Paul just talks about all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Mm-hmm. And the, the lens that we're taking with this is, could you say what you're thinking, these comment is it permissible? Sure. But is it beneficial for the group? And right. I think what we, we're we trying to get at is that the group environment is not always the best place to share the yeah. comment.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we need to really think, is this the right time? Are these the right people to share it with? Um, and so for instance, a co-ed, 10 plus people, it's not always the best environment right. uh, for you to air super heavy stuff mm-hmm. or Man, we talk about don't throw discussion grenades. Mm-hmm. And so you're sitting in the uh, the time, and somebody just says, "What do you guys think about the future state of the nation of Israel?" Yeah. Our big joke is, as the facilitator, when that grenade is thrown, you jump on that grenade and you throw it out. Yeah. You yeah. say, "Hey, that's a gr- that's a topic that is important, um, and, and we do need to talk about it." But this may not be the best environment mm-hmm. for that. And so I just think when you're looking, this is that these people really take the discussion, they hijack it. And sometimes it's from sincere motives. They just haven't thought through it. Some it's a moral, you know, um, a selfish motive Mm -hmm. or a prideful motive of like, I want to show my knowledge off. And what you're saying, hey, today, right now, what we're trying to discuss is this. I don't think that's the best environment for that. Or let's talk about that later. And so uh, this is really going to help. Uh, this is going to help people ask the question: Is this the best environment to ask this question right now?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. But I also think it's important that if there is that person, mm-hmm. and we all have them, that rather than confronting that in the group, pull them to the side, have that conversation with them to say, "You may not even see this or know it, but." several times you know right. you have brought something in that that didn't pertain to what we we're talking about or mm-hmm. was it you know so it's not a it's not an embarrassing thing it's just i love you and we all have blind spots that's right that we don't see and so as a facilitator it's just helping them and that's helping mm-hmm. them grow is to see maybe a blind spot that they have and not not shy away from that yeah. i think another thing vic that we need to and and this is so important that we Help our group know that what's shared in our group mm-hmm. is confidential yeah. and that we um, uh, don't share it outside the group because that's the quickest way to break trust, you that's know. Right. And so uh, we need to just be cautious, even when we share celebrations, you yeah. know, and ask the group, is this something that I can share outside yeah. this group? Because something's going on in a person's life that maybe they don't want the rest of the world to know, you that's know, right. although we celebrate and think that's really exciting. Yes. But they go, I'm not ready. For for everybody to know that.
0: That's right. No, and I've been, that's something that I've done wrong in the past is where I've gotten excited about what's happening. And I've shared that celebration and that person wasn't ready to share that story with those people. Right. And, uh, and so that confidentiality, like you said, that that trust piece, that is the, I mean, golly, that is the quickest way to break trust. And it takes, you know, a lot of times people don't share, not just because they're introverted maybe, or they're, they're more quiet nature, but, they don't know if if they can share those things that's and it right. be received, yeah. uh, and well, uh, like with empathy and love. Um, and whenever we do that, they say, "Man, okay, this isn't that yeah. safe place."
1: Yeah, and I think that comes from knowing your group. You yeah. know, knowing who's in there, knowing personalities, and that's important for us as facilitators to know who we're talking to, um, and and even being careful when new new people come yeah. in. You know that that we're sensitive to. How they perceive things. As a matter of fact, last night we, my group met, and yeah. um, uh, there was a new a lady who's only been there three times, and so there was a discussion in the group that everybody kind of knew about, mm-hmm. and she said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" You know, yeah. let let me ask because she didn't understand the rest of the conversation. So you've always got to be cognizant of. Uh, when yeah. a new someone new is there, that they may not have the background information that you do.
0: That's right. No, that's super important. And so that kind of like, as we finish, uh, that, that segues nicely into how do you take these five principles, these five guidelines, how do you take those and, you, and really begin to integrate it into your group experience? I think there's a lot of ways you can do it. I mean, you could send this episode to mm-hmm. them and just say, hey, here's here's five guidelines I think is really helpful. Take a listen to it on your drive there. Your, your group can listen to this. Um, you can share it on the front end uh, at, at group. Like when you start one, I would definitely say pretty early on those first few weeks, you say, hey, here's kind of how we're going to function. But it's something you can revisit. Yeah. Um, you know, Like I said, Celebrate Recovery does it at the front end of every single yeah. week. Part of it is they always have new people coming in. Right. And so they want new people to know And because of the heaviness of the subject uh, of just kind of some of the addiction and things like that, it's so vitally important that you don't have people that are trying to fix one another or that they aren't breaking trust. And so I think, you know, you look at how you integrate it. There's there's several different options. But what I think is getting it on the front end is big because you talked about when people step outside of this, it, you want to then go alongside them in a loving way we talk about calling up not calling out yeah. you know and what's good is when you do this and set this on the front end the guidelines become the enemy not yeah. you they yeah. like you're it, it, but really you're saying hey remember we made this commitment mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. this and i want to hold you to it mm-hmm. not hey you're you're a problem for this group you're messing things up right so. absolutely we jokingly said this as we finish uh, these are five healthy or five guidelines for healthy group discussion What we really wanted to do was the five people that no one wants in their group. (laughs) That's right, and so the Mr. <laughs> fix It, uh, the you know, Mr. Talks a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many of these that we could have done. Um, and so, but we decided, you know, Miss Chatty Kathy just goes yes. and to, shares the news to everybody. Right, there's a lot that we could do, but we wanted to put more loving spin on it than yeah. the five people we don't want in the group because we do want those people in the group. We and we want to call them up, obviously, uh, to be a part of that healthy group discussion that is life changing. Mm-hmm. And so, but um, who knows, maybe one day we'll do the five people. Nobody likes (laughs) new group. We'll put it somewhere else. So, uh, we hope that's helpful for you. Uh, next week we have a great topic and for whatever reason, I can't remember it now. So just get, just, I'm going to give anticipation here. (laughs) Get ready. Next week's going to be great. Look forward to seeing you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you were a long hollow group leader, Click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make
1: disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.